namaste everyone welcome to the charvak podcast this is your host kushal mehra my guest today is arsha malik and we're going to be talking about heretic traditions in islam why they are vital for dissent today arsha thanks for coming on the podcast hi kushal i hope i'm audible yeah yeah you're very very audible so arsha let's do this uh, so for the benefit of each and every one who's going to be listening to you later on or is watching you live why don't you tell everybody a bit about yourself first i'm basically a school teacher and uh, i was born and brought up in kashmir uh, my dad was transferred to various places so i've had this uh, uh, experience of uh, living and working in uh, four different cities in the north so uh, Uh, kind of outsider to Kashmir as well as an insider to Kashmir, which gives me a unique uh, position to assess my society. I am a cultural critic too. Uh, uh, how I came into uh, criticism of Islam or reform movement and everything was uh, obviously uh, what all was happening in Kashmir. Uh, it's been three decades now, but I was a 15-year-old when it all started, and uh, I was lucky enough to meet uh, uh, my husband, my late husband. and we resonated on various things we knew what was happening in kashmir was not the right thing especially the ethnic cleansing of kashmiri pandits uh, the mm-hmm. cleansing of dissenters that would be kashmiri muslims who were secular who were qaumi <laughs> uh, uh, you know agnostic muslims so uh, my husband was a journalist uh, and he faced a lot of censorship in his media houses and all uh, shifted from job to job and eventually settled down but uh, it 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 choked him inside to see that he was being censored all the time he died at the age of 40 got a heart attack and uh, technically medically he had a heart attack but i know why he died his wife was not getting out so i made it a point even before when he was alive i was amplifying my voice i wanted to talk about certain things that i had experienced like there's a lot of uh, uh, kashmiri societies incest ridden Uh, secondly there's a lot of domestic violence uh, and my parents marriage showed me that you know things were not very well but if you uh, talked about it or wrote about it it was always wait for azadi and then we'll do something about it so you know this was this whole complex situation where you couldn't talk about your society's problems it was always that you have to wait you know as if azadi was just around the corner you know next friday milne hi wali hai <laughs> so eventually uh, i was Uh, you know sent to uh, couldn't find uh, uh, some brave people gave me space but then you know the readership was kind of like you know it was unthinkable to even criticize muslims uh, how can muslims be bad you know they are following the quran and you know they don't cheat they don't lie <laughs> and whereas you know practically in reality things were totally the opposite uh, so uh, but i got galvanized into writing very ferociously very openly because of uh, people who started uh, uh, you know reaching out to me uh, it would be a call in the middle of the night you know i'm tired of living a double life uh, i feel like giving up on life and uh, my own husband had uh, you know tried to commit suicide 13 times and you know when i really sat down to learn and understand about it <laughs> it's documented okay uh, uh, why why this nihilistic attitude it's because they were not uh, very open you know uh, uh, there are many things which are taboo in kashmiri society so my mission now uh, is to amplify my husband's voice is to amplify those unheard voices i run a lot of channels called the unheard my own book which i'm trying to write is the unheard i have a clubhouse room called the unheard and you know the unheard amplifying the unheard voices which somehow get uh, brushed away in this whole noise of uh, secularism this 
Muslim appeasement and uh, political correctness. So that's what I'm trying to do. Amplifying it. I'm going to amplify each and every voice who can't speak, basically. You know, who elected mutism or who can't articulate it. But they really, really, you know, want it to be out there. So that's what I'm doing. I'm all about. So let's unpack this a little bit more now. So you you use a very specific word, the unheard. Yes. Or as as I saw in your beautiful uh, speech there, the transcript, uh, which is by the way linked in the description of this podcast, guys. Please go and read it. So you you, you we use the word heretic or heresy. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, as we were talking about it uh, offline, it's 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 a very interesting concept, right? Because uh, so. So let's get our definitions at least so that, you know, a person who is listening to this later or is watching this right now gets a clear idea. So when we say a heretic or heresy in Islam, at what level are we talking about? So how do, what do we mean about heresy in this sense that we are talking about right now? Basically, it's a pre-Zoroastrian word. You know, it's a loan word from uh, Persian language. And if we go by the Latin uh, uh, culture also, it basically means disagreement. You know, I disagree with whatever you're saying. And uh, heresies were there in Abrahamic religions as always. You know, a person got up and said, I do not agree. There have been people who have opposed Christ, right? There have been people who opposed Judaic history maybe. And there were people who did oppose the prophet as well. And uh, there are many traditions, uh, you know, many Hadith traditions which say that he would allow them and he would listen to them and he would definitely not tell them to stab them or behead them. Now, the interesting thing is that there was a period in Islamic history where heresies were very common, very, very common. Mm -hmm. You had people, uh, you know, with caliph patronage, they would come up to the caliph and say, you know, uh, the text should be scrutinized. Uh, we believe that the text has some kind of, uh, you know, discrepancies and we would like to discuss them. Uh, you know, Mushairai type, Maktab mein universities, what we call Jamia, mm -hmm. you know, there used to be discussions and the caliph was equally okay with it. Uh, there were so many sects in those days. I'm talking about 12th century, which generally Muslims love to brag about, you know, the golden age of Islam. Uh -huh. So, they, right, the Asharite movement, the Mutazalites, uh, so many other sects. So people would never be uh, targeted for having those heretic uh, views. In Islam, uh, uh, heresy would be something like uh, going... Uh, against the mainstream and right now the mainstream is the te text above reasoning which is a very Asharite tradition. Mutazalitism because of their own follies also they've been kind of wiped out because they mm -hmm. were for reasoning over text right. Akla uh, over nakla. Akla over nakla right. There is a possibility the text could have been you know a uh, uh, humanly compiled, of course, divinely inspired, but then, you know, there's always a, uh, you know, a, a error in copying. In my own life, in these 30 years, I've seen how the ethnic cleansing of pundits was, you know, attributed to Jagmohan. And in an age where you have digital technology, where you have recordings of everything, where you have photographs, where you have everything, and yet the truth was somehow distorted. So why would you be so adamant about a truth, your truth? 14 centuries old. Why would you be so adamant about it? Why not uh, uh, have the possibility of somebody's error in compilation, in translation, in interpretation? So that's what uh, Islamic heresies would be all about. There have been wonderful heretics. Uh, I think Mansur al-Halaj is the most famous, beheaded for saying Anna al-Haq, 
I am God can be interpreted in many, many ways. There was no need to behead him. Uh, then, of course, uh, you have Al-Mari, you have Al-Kindi, all these uh, Arabic philosophers, astronomers, mathematicians, and uh, they need to be brought back. In modern times also, we've had many, many uh, dissenters. Uh, if you see the Arab world, uh, Egypt uh, actually leads in these dissenters. Uh, Egypt has many of them locked up. And even till modern times, they were, uh, you know, targeted. That's what my talk was all based about, that these are modern heretics. You know, Anwar Majid saying that heresy is very vital. Uh, Mustafa Akyol uh, always pressing for a reformation in Islam, opening the minds. Wonderful two books, you know, Islam and Liberty is his first one. Re uh, uh, reopening the Muslim mind is his second one. And Asif Niazi Sahab from Oxford, uh, he's written this wonderful book about 21st century Islam, uh, Principles and Practices. And uh, wonderful interpretations of the hijab and, uh, you know, uh, it's amazing. I mean, I, I've tried to put some of it in the talk, you know. I've read it out uh, from his book, uh, how the hijab is a more like a flag, a symbolism, and not about empowerment all at all. So completely resonating with my views. Uh, that's what heresy is, right? All right. Uh, so, so this is, you, so I just had a question here. So mm -hmm. when, so here's the thing, when, uh, so especially, uh, uh, Asisab that you spoke about, you know, from mm. Oxford, mm. you know, he, I did read your uh, transcript in on there. And in that, not just the hijab, but, you know, the thing that stood out for me was the, you know, a, a lot of times this thing is said that you cannot question uh, even, uh, I don't know how they say, I mean, uh, so the orthodoxy in Islam has always been that this is the absolute and final word of God. And you are not even allowed to change a full stop punctuation mark or comma in the entire text. And while I was reading your transcript, what stood out for me was that he's challenging that. And then the question is that how not do just, you... Not just him. A lot of people have challenged it, whether it's Muslim scholars or non-Muslim uh, scholars, Western scholars. If you read Christopher Luxenberg, you know, he says, if you go by the Syriac Aramaic reading of the Quran and you realize one thing that earlier there were no punctuation marks, right? It's like in Hindi, mm -hmm. a lot of words will get, you know, uh, mis differently pronounced. So there is a possibility. Before the Kufic script, there was. It's there in the deserts of Arabia on rock cravings. You can see it. The Sanna document is for all to see. But the thing is, everything is done very covertly. You know, <laughs> they don't like the Western academics. They don't like to, you know, trumpet it, that they are researching on it. Obvious reasons, you know, Charlie Hebdo and all that. But hey, there are scholarships. My thing is to push the boundaries of truth. Why not? Why not look into the archaeological evidence of it? Why not look into the possibilities that maybe, maybe because the punctuation marks were missing, possibly that Hur would have been Hura, right? Instead of uh, white versions, it could have been white raisins because Jesus used to teach in parables. Maybe the prophet was teaching in parables. That's the Syro-Aramaic version, right? Yeah, the, right. Uh, the so, raisins, so, yeah. so many, many possibilities. Then again, the hadith, you know, compilation uh, uh, centuries later. So why are you so adamant that some of them are original and some are? There could be dubious hadiths too, which, you know. Uh, so that, this possibility that if you are hell-bent on deciding somebody's life, please base it on something which is very concrete, like the Universal Declaration of Rights, right? Or the Indian constitution, very concrete, and not something that could have been somebody's, you know, uh, imagination or something 14 centuries ago, right? That's heresy.
now so here's the problem now now let's take this head on now uh, i would like to call this uh, literalism and literalism being we have to follow like you said it's just nakl or imitation or imitation mm -hmm. and even in imitation i always wonder like imitation of what imitation of a particular understanding of the text of quran uh, now here's my first question to you how does one deal with this problem then that you know in the bible you know if somebody would come and and say there are multiple interpretations of the bible they i mean we live in india we have like more than 100 versions of the ramayana itself nobody is writing over that either but when it comes to quran there seems to be a lot of anger if you want to have multiple versions new interpretations and in some sort of a weird and a very absurd way there are two sets of people who are in complete agreement on this one set is obviously the orthodox muslims and the other set is the new atheists they both are in complete agreement that there can be no deviation or change allowed in the quran so so let's first talk about that how do you deal with both sets not just the devout muslims the atheists too um when ali rizwi's book came out the atheist muslim you know i was completely mm -hmm. in sync with him eventually i discovered this whole new world you know irshad manji writing about allah love and liberty you know lgbt rights mm -hmm. and then you had majid nawaz coming up with radical ayan hirsi ali the queen you know coming up with you know mad and infidel and so much uh they i think in their own capacities they're doing it uh, they're doing uh, uh, you know a reform in their own uh, uh, ways i believe this is the golden age of islam why because of the internet what the gutenberg press did for uh, printing press did for the western uh, renaissance and enlightenment values uh, the internet is going to do for the muslim world so when you talk about these new atheists and all you will see that they have brought a whole lot of changes in the arab world in the european muslims you have desegregated mosques now where female imams are leading men and women offer prayers together the concept of female qazis came up i believe it was asra nomani's book and in india you have a movement you know wanting female qazis i think it also catapulted uh, the uh, women great women who wanted to banish the triple, instant triple talaq triple talaq has not been uh, you know uh, abrogated yeah. or banned it's the instant wala which is completely uh, unreasonable pakistan had already banned it and i was surprised 5 uh, 7 years ago how is it still in india anyway uh, so uh, what is happening is that everything has been incorporated in the reform whether it is new atheists you know whatever the stances the idea is to normalize dissent and this is something that i coined you know normalizing dissent think about it kushal if you stand on a street one day and say i do not believe you know i am in completely in disagreement with the ramayana nobody is going to mm. even look at you twice you know they're going to think why is he even announcing it but think if a muslim yeah. does it and even just you know doesn't even say i don't believe just says that i have certain problems with this verse in the quran it appears to be very violent think there's going to be a whole lot of barrage of it so you know mm. that's the aim to normalize dissent to say that i have certain disagreements with this text i believe somewhere whether it was being copied whether it was being translated or transliterated or anything i believe somebody did uh, you know make a mistake 
or possibly that at those times people were anti-Semitic, right? There would have been a lot of resentment against Jews. Hence the verse with, you know, uh, anti-Semitic uh, uh, or the kafir, the infidel thing. So normalizing dissent, basically. Basically. Yeah, so, now so here's the thing about normalizing dissent. Now, hmm. again. In the, Muslim, in the Muslim community. Yeah, and today so when we say, it's very difficult it's a, to defend the indefensible. You know, it's very difficult. You pick up a violent verse. Yeah, you uh, a, a Muslim who says no, there are no violent verses in the Quran. The Google is there. You know, it's on the fingertips of everybody. So today you can't uh, defend the indefensible. You'll have to give an explanation to verse four point three four, right? And so that so let's let's talk about this a little bit more now. Obviously, in the case of Ayan, it's very interesting. I see her change in her own stand where she said Islam has to be rejected yes. and cannot be yes. reformed. Two, well, Two. I guess it's not going to be rejected, so let's reform it. So yes. that's how Ayan has come across. I in, believe she had I a lot understood. of. I believe they have a lot of discussions. Actually, she had a good discussion with Majid Nawaz. Uh, I believe mm -hmm. Sam Harris had moderated it. So I think that's yes. the, uh, uh, you know, and eventually people did reach out to her. People do reach out to her. They are very rational Muslims who do reach out to her and say, you know, look, Islam is not going anywhere, right? So what you need to do is at least make it much more livable for people who do believe, you know. See, that's why the Indian constitution is the best. You have a right to religion. And then you have a right from religion as well, right? So, okay, you want to believe in God, perfectly fine. I may not want to believe in it. Uh, give me that space. Give me that, you know, uh, 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 I don't, I should not even be able to uh, want to ask permission from you. I mean, this is my thing. And be totally secular about it. I mean, it's between me and my God. Eventually, if you say there's going to be a day of judgment and I'm going to face my God, fine. Let it be between him and me. What is it to you? Right? Mm -hmm. huh. uh, so, yeah, but here's the problem, right? But there seems to be this trope of what is a good muslim what is a bad muslim so so sometimes this whole thing is that uh islam is bad and a good muslim is actually what islam would say is a bad muslim so every time somebody tries to behave in a nice way i don't know how else to put it because this this is how it's yes. literally put every time i i i've heard anand speak about it that the taliban are very good so, muslims you know because they're following yeah, the so Quran and all. Yeah. now now if Anna, if i was to use anand's analogy here anand says that every time a person who happens to be born in a muslim family or who identifies as a muslim is doing something that is against the quran uh, they are a bad Muslim and the good Muslim is the Taliban. But I've always wondered this. Like, how do we deal with this kind of a conundrum? Like, uh, A, I want to know your opinion on how does this help uh, anybody on a societal basis? Now, now they, so somebody might come back and say, look, I'm just quoting the text. You can't blame me for that. And that Anand is right there. And it's not like Anand does not want more bad Muslims or the, the one he wants talks about he says there should be more and more bad muslims but the point here is that all right it stops there is fine but then there is this another set that literally you know has this weird sort of suspicion always mm. where i can't trust anyone who tries to reform islam why because islam cannot be reformed yeah so why is this unique <laughs> yeah so why is this unique uh case with Islam Arshia or is it because it's just a new faith and it happens to be more assertive? 
see again uh, like i said in my chat i feel cheated that so much of my history was you know kept away from us that we didn't know about the heretic traditions uh, i do get that a lot you know it can't be reformed and all but then you're not taking uh, you, you're just taking the book or you're taking the sharia or you're taking the hadith you're not taking it as a civilization right there's a whole civilization that came up uh, on it whatever the circumstances of the origin eventually many many traditions came up and that included critical traditions that included heretic traditions so when you say that you know they are following the book and islam can't be reformed actually they are following are nahi there are so there is so much to it uh okay in our uh, discussions and everything we feel uh, how can there be only one god and there has to be tolerance uh, especially you know uh, religions like hinduism and all they have a lot of tolerance for many many gods uh, monotheism in itself is bigotry and all fine but then people have a right to it like people have a right to be stupid right people have a right to believe in their own god the thing is uh, basic human rights there is a whole humanitarian concept which came out of islam uh, sabse bada redeeming factor is charities you can't deny that thirdly equality now whether they practice it in real or not but equality jab aap safe mein khade rehte hain you are equal there is nothing else that's how it started actually now whether it uh, goes on like that or in actual practice it is not like that which i know it is not like that there is still casteism and everything you know the certain muslims are kept at the back certain muslims are forward women cannot you know uh, they always have to stand behind but then you know that's how evolution happens okay it might be a new religion but at the same time you know uh, you have to give it a chance give it a chance you have millions of muslims in india look at how they preserved uh, islam in india Uh, the best uh, preserved is in india because you had to live with your hindu counterparts right you still have hindu women uh, wanting to tie a thread in the shrines of you know muslim peers uh, 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 muslim indian muslims are very clear cut about the nation right the only thing is that the mullahs never ever allowed them to open it up like had they opened up the mosques और वो जो साथ में उसके मकतब होता है जहां डिस्कशंस होता है नॉन मुस्लिम्स कुड इजीली हैव एंटर्ड दे आर नॉट गोइंग टू डेसिक्रेट एनीथिंग और नॉट यू कुड हैव यू नो कुड हैव हैड यू हैव वंडरफुल मॉस्क्स इन इंडिया दैट इट कुड हैव बीन अ प्लेस ऑफ पिलग्रिमेज लाइक द जामिया मस्जिद इज एवरीबॉडी एंटर्स द जामिया मस्जिद राइट बट द टाइम ऑफ प्रेयर एवरीबॉडी इज टोल्ड टू प्लीज स्टे बैक वी आर गोइंग टू हैव आवर प्रेयर्स तो व्हाई कांट इट बी फॉर ईच एंड एवरी मॉस्क इन इंडिया एंड इट इज हैपनिंग इट्स नॉट लाइक इट्स नॉट हैपनिंग यू सिट डाउन विद for example recently love puri wrote this article about the diobandis now somehow people are trying to uh, say that the taliban originated in india okay it might have been in the 1800s and all sort of a, a same game lekin aap as diobandis ko dekho to very sleepy town they categorically say the taliban are doing something very very bad get at the same time wo apne islamic cultural context mein kehte hain ki sharia has to be like this sharia doesn't allow this sharia doesn't do this okay listen to them maybe pick up a reform movement from them try to convince the deobandi mullahs themselves i for example would uh, do i mean i usually do try to find out a rational deobandi and say why not allow uh, you know women to start preaching women priests women mullahs women qazis dheere dheere karke modernize kar de computer courses start kar de mathematics ka curriculum start kar de and try to create a pressure group for aligarh and jamia also you know uh instead of having a very uh, certain kind of history why not look into it as a whole 
why not go back and say yes there used to be hinduism and buddhism and this is an indic civilization these are our roots because i start from kashmir you know for me kashmir had ancient roots we have the nilmat puran we have the rajtarangni right and we had the sharda peeth so that's just a matter of bringing it forward and we have come up with something very unique kashmiri shaivism which unfortunately is not taught in indian universities it's taught in us and uk universities but trying to change that too you know creating a pressure group ki ye bhi to start karo it's a part of your indic civilization so this is it this is it if so much is being done i agree the numbers are not there i agree it's not visible i agree when people like uh, <laughs> sanjay dikshit ji says or people like you know uh, i have a whole lot of hindus who say lekin aankde kahan hai aapke to aankde hi nahi hai aap ek micro micro usme you know i'm like a minority within a minority within a minority agreed but then one person has to stand up and say it one person will have to stick out the neck and say it yes there is a fear factor there is always a fear factor uh, but i'm hoping tipping point can be reached uh, hopefully if i'm sticking my neck out hopefully and i do i get so many messages during the day uh, we love what you spoke we love what you said we love what you wrote lekin hum aap ओपनली सपोर्ट नहीं कर सकते क्योंकि यू नो दिस ऑलवेज अ डेंजर ऑफ फतवा जो आप कह रही हैं इट्स वेरी कंट्रोवर्शियल एवरीथिंग बट इवेंचुअली यू नो एज इट गोस इनटू मेन स्ट्रीम होपफुली इफ आई गेट प्लेटफॉर्म्स लाइक दिस होपफुली डिसेंट विल बी नॉर्मलाइज्ड राइट दिस टैबू टॉपिक्स विल कम अप एंड प्रोबेब्ली दोस हिंदूस हु हैव गिवन अप ऑन मुस्लिम रिफॉर्म विल आल्सो बी एबल टू सी दैट यू नो चेंज इज हैपनिंग चेंज इज हैपनिंग Yeah, but but don't you think, Arshia, this is a problematic thing. This heckler's veto and this heckler's veto seems to be too much of a problem inside the Muslim Samaj, and it's very disappointing to me that you know every time somebody tries to raise their voice, they try to bring in rationality in the discourse, they try to bring in sensibility in the discourse, mm-hmm. they try to say, "Yar, uh, there is more than one way in Islam other than rejecting it." You know, everybody mm-hmm. wants only one solution. Like if if you are at the Hindu end, I get it. You would want every Muslim to reject Islam and become a Hindu. Whatever. I'm I'm not saying every Hindu wants it, but yeah, it's a convenient scenario for them. But look at the reality of the case is that it's not going to happen, right? Twenty crore Muslims are in India, and they are not going to leave. So in that kind of a scenario, don't you think then the Muslim Samaj also has to stand up and and get accounted? No, now instant triple talaq, nikalne ko itna ho halla hua. Instant triple talaq. अभी तक तो हलाला भी नहीं हम लोग ने यू नो डिक्रिमिनलाइज किया आई मीन व्हाट काइंड ऑफ नॉनसेंस गोज ऑन इन दिस कंट्री लेकिन सच अ सिनेरियो कौन है ये लोग जो नहीं आते लेकिन एट द सेम टाइम बाबरी मस्जिद का डिसीजन हैज बीन एक्सेप्टेड वो भी तो पॉजिटिव फैक्टर है देयर वाज नो राइटिंग और एनीथिंग राइट सेकंडली दिस इज योर रिसर्चर यू नो लवपुरी एंड सोमिया अवस्थी दे आर वंडरफुल राइटर्स दे रिसर्च द देवबंद मूवमेंट एंड एवरीथिंग दे से दे से इस्लाम की जो सक्सेस स्टोरी है इंडियन मुस्लिम की जो सक्सेस स्टोरी है इट्स नॉट मच टॉक्ट अबाउट यही तो मैं कहने की कोशिश कर रही हूँ मेन स्ट्रीम में नहीं आ रहा है इंडियन मुस्लिम जहाद इन कश्मीर इज इन दैट अ ग्रेट ग्रेट थिंग नन ऑफ दम नॉट अ सिंगल वन राइट अदरवाइज यू वुड हैश्मीर so these positive stories about you know indian muslims being very clear about their nationhood they need to be more mainstream 
ऑफकोर्स नेगेटिव सेल्स यू नो एज इट इज टीआरपी एंड नेगेटिव लेकिन आपके पास जर्नलिज्म इट्स इट्स द प्रॉब्लम विद जर्नलिज्म ऑल यू नीड टू इज गो एंड हैव अ वॉक इन अलीगढ़ पिक अप अ रैशनल मुस्लिम्स आई नो सो मेनी आई होप यू ब्रिंग उमर गाजी ऑन योर पॉडकास्ट यू नो वंडरफुल सेक्युलर पर्सन म्यूजिशियन एंड अमेजिंग व्यूज अमेजिंग व्यूज देन यू हैव देयर आर सो मेनी ऑफ देम एंड देयर हीरो इज हामिद दिलवाई द एंग्री यंग सेक्युलरिस्ट ऑफ द 1970s फाउंडर कोफाउंडर ऑफ द इंडियन सेक्युलर सोसाइटी उनकी राइटिंग्स उनके बुक्स वो ट्रांसलेट कर रहे हैं वो रीजनल लैंग्वेजेस में कर रहे हैं बिकॉज ही वॉज अ मराठी एंड दिलीप चित्र इज इंटरव्यू इज बेसिकलीज मराठी इंटरव्यूज एंड यू नो ही आई एम ट्राइंग टू प्रमोट हिम एज अ रोल मॉडल फॉर इंडियन मुस्लिम ऑफकोर्स यू हैव योर कलाम साहब दैट इज ऑलवेज द थिंग इज क्वेश्चन दैट अरब मुस्लिम आर स्पेयर हेडिंग दिस रिफॉर्म मूवमेंट बट अगैन इट्स अंडरग्राउंड देर You have Faisal Al Said, uh, you know Faisal Said Al Muttar. He's an Iraqi, right? Must have heard of him. Yeah. He has this yeah, yeah. idea of beyond borders. He has translated ninety-six thousand scientific treatises, papers, books into Arabic. Look at the dissemination of knowledge. As I said, you know, internet is going to do it for the Muslim world. Followed by European Muslims who are bringing in these great uh, mosques. You have Dai Abdullah, the first openly gay imam. right then you have uh, you know uh, desegregated mosques uh, men allowing women to you know uh, lead them in prayers so indian muslims ka hamesha kya raha hai ki jab tak wahan se koi change nahi aati hai tipping point arabic uh, reason se nahi yeah. aata hai ya european muslims mein nahi aata tab tak wo nahi karenge and this is realistic you know we tend to copy because eventually islam is not our original idea right it's yeah, outside it's a colonial thing it's a colonial thing right so they are eventually going to follow them and i have immense hope for it but the tipping point needs to come from the arab world and <laughs> arab spring not in the political sense but in the religious uh, sense it is there underground movements so many of them uh, but again it's not about leaving islam it's about evolving it like other religions have look at the criticism on the bible and these are reverends these are priests who actually criticize the bible kyun nahi quran pe scholarship kyun nahi ho sakti hai you would be amazed and fascinated that qatari uh, scholars are doing this uh, moroccan scholars are doing this tunisian scholars are doing this so why not indian scholars what is it that they have to lose but again as i said you know they are eventually going to copy so i'm trying to bring anwar majid here you know trying to normalize him and make him famous mustafa kyol turkish aajkal waise hi bahut zyada turkey ke sath link ho raha hai indian muslims ka ittugul so why not pick up mustafa kyol you know and uh, of course asif niazi you know uh, i think he's pakistani origin but uh, wonderful person in oxford great friend uh, love his books and then many more many more many many of them yeah so 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 here's my question so when it comes to what i see you use this word indian islam again and again and i've always been like my view has always been that you know to say that there is only one islam is, is i think a little childish because if it was really that mm-hmm. that simple and there was this i'm not saying there is no sense of a muslim brotherhood बट इफ द मुस्लिम ब्रदरहुड वो सो स्ट्रॉग यार पहले तो एक दूसरे के देश में तो जाने दो उसके लिए भी वीजे लगाते हैं मुसलमान एक दूसरे के देशों में भी जाने के लिए वीजे लेते हैं सो आई डोंट नो हाउ मच ऑफ अ मुस्लिम ब्रदरहुड रियली इज इन इन रियलिटी इट इज अ ब्रदरहुड अगेंस्ट द इनफिडेल मे बी दैट इज देयर आई डोंट नो बट द पॉइंट इज डू यू थिंक इंडियन इस्लाम इज यूनिक एंड इफ येस हाउ इज इट यूनिक 
it's unique it's unique um, in the sense that uh, lots of influence of hinduism hinduism has this samkhya tradition right and charvaka of course right so when you have to on a daily basis interact with hindus and you realize how they practice their religion and how much tolerance there is you eventually tend to you know uh, 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 start questioning your own uh, society also ki hamare mein kyun nahi hai and then you've had kabir right you've had uh, 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 this hamare uh, yahan uh, you know you've had laldad you've had uh, nund rishi you've had a whole lot of these people who transcended their own cultural identities and eventually uh, immersed with god something that mansoor hal halaged it right and uh, mm-hmm. you had so much of it ऐसा नहीं कि नहीं हुआ है या ओरिजिनल आइडिया कुछ नहीं निकला है इस्लामिक थियोलॉजी से बट देन दैट इज इट पावर किसके हाथ में इट इज इन द मुलर्स इट इज द इलीट व्हाट यू कॉल द अशराफ अशराफ आर ऑलवेज पॉलिटिकल राइट देयर इज सो मच ऑफ फ्लेक्सिबिलिटी इन द पाशमंदर्स नेवर हैविंग ब्रॉड टू द मेन स्ट्रीम इवन फॉर दैट शेयर्स द इस्माइली शेयर्स आर वेरी एजुकेटेड पीपल वेरी लिटरेट पीपल एंड दे हैव सम ऑफ द मोस्ट यू नो द ग्रेट फिलोसफीज विच टेन टू बी ऑन रीजनिंग यू कूड अब्रॉड दैट मेन स्ट्रीम पर अगैन यू नो इंडिया इज चर्निंग द होल चर्निंग थिंग इज हैपनिंग एंड होपफुली द इंडियन मुस्लिम्स आर ऑल्सो इन दैट यू नो रिफ्लेक्टिंग एटलीस्ट वॉट इज हैपनिंग नेक्स्ट टूर द तालिबान आई नो ड्रॉइंग रूम कॉन्वर्सेशन आर चेंजिंग ऑनलाइन कॉन्वर्सेशन आर चेंजिंग दे आर स्टार्टिंग टू रिफ्लेक्ट की इज दिस रियली वट वी वॉन्ट यू नो तालिबान इवेंचुअली द होल वर्ल्ड इज गोइंग टू रिजेक्ट अस दे आर ऑल गोइंग टू मूव ऑन राइट इवेंचुअली द हिंदूज आर ऑल्सो गोइंग टू मूव ऑन विद द कंट्री हम पीछे रह जाएंगे एंड देन यू वॉन्ट टू यू नो दैट ब्रदरहुड हैज टू कम एंड दैट यू हैव टू लुक आफ्टर योर ओन सो आई थिंक the world is going to force the muslims to reflect especially indian muslims uh, especially the changing world order and everything so i have hope for that i have a lot of hope yeah but again i was it, not optimistic 10 years ago i was very pessimistic i thought kashmir had gone to the dogs <laughs> but mm-hmm. eventually you know as i started uh, researching and meeting people and uh, of course kashmir fought back uh, the state helped a little bit little bit zyada nahi article abrogation nullification of article 370 it's not abrogated it's nullified uh, mm-hmm. helped a bit stopped the appeasement of the separatists and all that thoda sa help kiya and the things are changing things are changing at a drastic speed in kashmir eventually indian muslims too you know have to reflect whether they need kasab whether they need uh, you know uh, uh, the memon brothers or they need to pick up hamid alwai or kalam indian muslims will have to reflect of course ek kabal hai jo hamesha jaise abhi bhi main tweets dekhti rehti hu why does a indian muslim have to explain every time the taliban they will have to explain they will have to come out in numbers and protest we don't have the numbers please uh, i think there was a lady uh, i forgot the name i uh, uh, somebody but uh, we have to kyunki wo numbers dikhane hain every time the question is there especially from the <laughs> mistrustful hindus ki where are your numbers numbers dikhane padenge उटिंग how i am yeah. belligerent against jati varna on social media mm. nothing happens to me it, it yeah. says a lot about the state of affairs in my community literally nothing happens to me i can go on 
on and on after about how bad Jati Varna is. Nobody is going to say anything. Outmost, apology it is a British construct. And I'm, I'm not even someone who denies the British role in it. But I just say, even if I remove the British construct, I still don't like it, is my view. But the point is, nobody is going after me for that. But in the case of the Muslim community, even if you try to question certain things, this is like, you know, you know as they say, the whole more there's, goes into Sartan Se Juda kind of a thing. There's blood. You have to give blood. Yeah, true. True. Uh, it's a blasphemy thing that's been made, uh, uh, you know, uh, normal uh, 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 to for a person. Okay, oh, you know, uh, even I get that. You know, how could you even question the Quran? How is that even possible? It's ignorance, basically. And the fact that uh, they've made it uh, legal, you know, wajibul katal hai hamare mein, that uh, I am justified to be murdered if I start questioning. That has to change. That's reform. And there will be blood. There will be a lot of blood because, you know, it's centuries and centuries of mentality. But then, you know, somebody has to do it eventually. Uh, you, uh, I, I think a whole change coming in the Arab world is because they've realized they have to coexist. Look at the overtures that UAE is doing for Israel, right? Look at the overtures that even Qatar has started. Uh, very, you know, Islamic terrorism basically coming from there. But then they made overtures to UAE. I think they've sent their first ambassador uh, now. Uh, same way, you know, recognizing Israel because wohi a contention point hota hai na? Jews ka and Palestine ka and everything. They have realized they need to coexist. I think climate change is doing forcing that. I think the pandemic forced a whole lot of people, whole lot of governments and nations to, you know, really see that we need a collective kind of thing. The earthquakes or the floods or the pandemics are not going to ask whether you're an Israeli or a Moroccan or a, you know, Saudi Arabian. It's going to just affect everybody. And unless there's a, you know, collective solution, we're not going to go anywhere. Then again, there are people like Mustafa Kyol or Asaf Niazi or Anwar Majid who are building on medieval cosmopolitan principles and life. I mean, in the uh, medieval times, as I said, the, you know, the bragged about golden age, people lived together. Jews lived together. There was no jizya or anything. There have been these, uh, you know, historical uh, phases. They are now openly there in courses that you can uh, see. Medieval Spain. Uh, absolutely need to advertise that, how people lived in medieval Spain, how people were rationalizing everything, how there was a full rational movement. It's not like we are not capable of. And this is something Hindus fall into a very dangerous area, bigotry of low expectations. Hum se wo expectation hi nahi hai ki hum change ya evolve honge. Not to do that, because there are lots of them. The only thing is the fear factor that I keep saying. Blasphemy has been ossified. You know, Vajibul Katal thing has to be challenged and it can only be challenged by Ijtihad, the common consensus, you know, when people come together, people own it. Quran ka ek problem ye ki it's always recited in Arabic. When I used to, when I was growing up, I had no idea what I was reciting. I remember it the whole, like no idea. I would eventually ask them always, you know, uh, wo bada Arabic grammar wagera bhi padate the. And then I would say, ki, you know, but what does it mean? I need to, you know, learn what it means. I had to grow up and eventually look for an English translation. I found a wonderful one, you know, Abdullah Yusuf Ali with all his commentaries and everything. Sir Marmaduke Pikthal, you know. Uh, and then, you know, uh, seeing people translating it into uh, regional languages also. I was very proud of the fact that uh, Mirza Abdul Beg was the first person to translate the Quran into Kashmiri. There's a Kashmiri Quran as well. So, but then, oh yeah, people don't read it. Uh, you would see that, yes, there are peaceful verses. You can actually really study uh, it and see. 
जैसे आप अपने इंजीनियरिंग टेक्स्ट बुक्स पढ़ते हैं आप अपने लिटरेचर टेक्स्ट बुक्स पढ़ते हैं लिटरेचर में हमको काफी कुछ रिव्यू करना पड़ता है यू कैन इजिली सी की ओवर द कोर्स ऑफ पीरियड जैसे जैसे मदीना स्टार्टेड यू नो बिकमिंग अ फैक्ट ओके दे आर गेटिंग वायलेंट दे गेटिंग मोर पोलिटिकल एंड वॉट हैपन्स we automatically reject we know ki what it's saying about the kafir and what it's saying about the anti uh, you know uh, semitism and all we tend to reject that like ali rizvi said muslims are good despite the book which is true they are good because we don't know what we are reciting and we pick up these nice stories which our grandparents told us our parents told us you know what every religion teaches speak the truth help the poor you know uh, always stand up for justice never ever uh, uh, oppress anybody to ye basic uh, basic core message to islam mein bhi hai prophet's last sermon is a wonderful document if you and uh, immense reiteration of the rights of women so why would you only pick up the bad from it why not pick up the good also from it an entire civilization has come up from it look at the art look at the architecture and i'm telling you reasoning uh, traditions heretic traditions make it mainstream it would be a wonderful thing isn't that the idea of taking the best from every civilization we've taken indian muslims have taken the best from uh, indic civilization haven't we hamare liye to ek story ye bhi hai ki do not uh, you know uh, uh, mock anybody's god because you never know we have so many prophets in our stories lakhon mein jaate hain you never know you might be you know pointing a figure to one of your own prophets for uh, there are stories that ram is a prophet too so you know we've grown up with this kind of uh, uh, islam Uh, in the 80s in the 70s i am 75 born when you said so, that you know this must be a problem in the islamic look at the 1970s photographs of afghanistan look at the 1970s photographs of tehran iran look at the 1970s photographs of even indian muslim anywhere any muslim country what happened geopolitics right 1979 was a very important uh, year for the muslim world the siege of mecca right that's when the muslim brotherhood took over right uh, you had uh, the iranian revolution happening geopolitics it's always geopolitics and isme aapka jo actual day to day philosophy hoti hai actual day to day jo common people ne apna wo bana diya hai ki kaise rehna hai wo sara usme uh, you know white wash ho jata hai Okay, so, so uh, I'll be taking a few of the audience. Have a very responsible, have a big responsibility. Journalists, the media has a big responsibility. Do not tap into the negative. Tap into the positive. Pick up these stories and bring it mainstream. Pick up, pick up people like me. Bring them, you know, up there. Not the mullahs that you yeah, have but, on TV. Uh, the media is uh, full of shit in India, right? I mean, what, yes. what does the Indian media do? The Indian media is not full of shit. It, it's, it's, not all of it <laughs> honestly it's like you know we just I, i i have a very low opinion about most media in india i mean it's it's yeah. just garbage it's garbage in and garbage out on a daily basis so at i least, i do want to take a least, few questions at least like the arabic television they're not throwing tables at each other you know at least that is there but yeah so i mean hamari problem ye hai ki hum hamesha apne aap ko zimbabwe se compare karte hain to 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 use the cricket terminology so now one question from my end one more question from my end and then i'll start taking the 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 live viewers questions too now what would be your expectation as someone who's trying to shine light on you know reform movements inside islam from the larger hindu community uh, i know what you've said is a problem but if you were if i was to okay tell me five tangible things that your hindu allies could do 
that would help you stop what using the word be? stop using the word al takkiya <laughs> i mean it's, <laughs> it's completely uh, you know different to what you think it is it used to be yeah. in uh, i mean aaj bhi al takkiya afghani kar rahe hain because uh, taliban ke under rehna apne aap ko survive karna they will be doing it they'll be completely completely the men uh, i saw this video abhi abhi ek ghanta pehle of the taliban beating a woman and everybody's question in the tweet were why aren't the men doing anything and wahan pe afghani men likh rahe hain ki hum kya kar sakte hain they have guns so you know that is al takkiya uh, trying to show them that yes we are with you but at the same time it's a survival mechanism right completely different from what the hindus say so stop using that word pehli baat to uska usage completely different hai i understand the mistrust aisa nahi ki i don't understand the mistrust of course mere number nahi hai lekin if you keep doing it for for each and every person who's coming up and sticking their neck out how will you ever change them as uh, you know you know the bil- bil- millions of muslims that are here you're not going to nuke them right you're not going to push them into the sea you have to live with them as indian muslims realize they have to live with the hindus theek hai hum apni community mein kar rahe hain unko we are telling them don't do this you know don't uh, support the taliban what are you doing uh, uh, then of course there is a cabal that i'm against you know what you generally call the latians or the khan market gang or you know we are against that you know the rana ayubs and the alfa khanum sherwanis and everybody wo to chal hi raha hai hamara अगर इसमें फिर हिंदूज भी आ जाते हैं कहते हैं नहीं जी हम यकीन नहीं करते तो फिर कैसे होगा आई हैव दिस क्लब हाउस रूम आई वाज इनवाइटेड एंड शुड द आरएसएस स्पीक टू मुस्लिम्स यस ऑफ कोर्स स्पीक टू मुस्लिम्स व्हाई नॉट शुडंट दे स्पीक टू मुस्लिम्स लेकिन अगेन व्हाट काइंड ऑफ मुस्लिम्स इफ यू गो टू दैट यू नो दैट ऑलरेडी एक्सट्रीमिस्ट मुस्लिम देन यू कांट से कि मैंने जी इससे बात की एंड ऑल मुस्लिम्स थिंक लाइक दिस नो दे डू नॉट थिंक लाइक दैट पिक अप मुस्लिम्स स्टार्ट यू नो टॉकिंग टू देम द वे वी टॉक टू यू आई पिकड अप आरएसएस प्रचारक्स इन माय एरिया आई टॉक टू देम आई सेड 7 इयर्स अगो आई हैव अप्रिहेंशंस मुझे बताइए आपका प्लान क्या है करना क्या है एक हिंदू राष्ट्र में हम जैसे मुसलमानों का क्या होगा and you know as you talk i saw changes in the person too as i there were changes in me right so uh, where they had all demonized the rss talk to them maybe they i uh, mr bhagwat's <laughs> statement of dna i hope it's on scientific basis i hope he's not saying it just like that i hope there's a scientific basis to it because it's a fact right it's true but you know the change seven years ago aisa kuch bhi nahi tha I have a CM here who keeps talking unnecessarily. Aaj bhi kuch kuch kaha hua hai Abba Jaan and everything, and you know they pick up that thing only, not realizing the other greater good that is happening because of certain changes and all. You know, uh, uh, really curbing the writers and everything. So, yeah, here talk. First of all, talk. Stop using the al takkiya word. Uh, give platforms to Muslims, even uh, um, uh, moderate Muslims who believe in Sharia. They do. मॉडर्न मुस्लिम्स बिलीव करते हैं वो दावा में भी बिलीव करते हैं वो ये समझते हैं कि इस्लाम शुड लेकिन उनको बुलाइए तो सही उनके साथ डायलॉग तो कीजिए आप उनको कैटेगरी द ओनली पीपल यू शुड बी डिसमिसिंग इज पीपल हु पिक्ड अप आर्म्स फॉर ससेशनिस्ट मूवमेंट्स आई डू नॉट टॉक टू देम देर इज नो पॉइंट इन टॉकिंग टू देम एंड दे हैव अ वेरी डिफरेंट व्यू ऑफ नेशन कंट्री बाउंड्रीज बॉर्डर्स उनके साथ तो बिल्कुल नहीं बिकॉज ये हमारा हिस्ट्री रह चुका है they will kill muslims also for achieving whatever the gain is so unke sath to bilkul nahi right but then you know talk talk all the time force them to come on platforms uh, go to their places 
इवन इफ एनीबडी द देवबंद इज प्रोटेस्टिंग कि हमारे इसमें चेंजेस क्यों उनको समझाइए उनको बताइए कि वी विल गो अहेड एंड यू विल बी लैगिंग बिहाइंड एंड वही जो हिंदूज मैक्सिमम कर रहे हैं सी यू हैव अ लॉट ऑफ कॉन्सेंशियस हिंदूज दे आर स्टैंडिंग अप फॉर द राइट्स ऑफ मुस्लिम वुमेन दे आर स्टैंडिंग अप फॉर द राइट्स ऑफ मुस्लिम मेन दे आर स्टैंडिंग अप फॉर चिल्ड्रंस राइट्स टू वो हो रहा है उसको कंटिन्यू कीजिए लेकिन व्हेन यू स्टार्ट मिसट्रस्टिंग व्हिच आई परफेक्टली अंडरस्टैंड एंड आप खुल के बोल सकते हैं जैसे कुशल यू टोल्ड मी कि यू नो आई गेट अ लिटिल बिट फेज्ड अबाउट व्हाट इज हैपनिंग इन द इंटरनल अफेयर्स ऑफ द कम्युनिटी लेकिन यू कांट स्टॉप टॉकिंग यू कांट स्टॉप डायलॉग that doesn't these are your compatriots these are indians you know the pride that you show in the flag and the country dikhaiye unko own them like i'm telling the muslim women to own your religion you know start reading it start owning it own those verses and start interpreting it there i'm waiting for a uh, you know a, a quranic version to come from fatima's side of you the daughter of the prophet she is the most uh, you know injustice jo sabse zyada jinko hui hai and i identify with her because you know the same thing happening uh, with the sharia laws and my you know hamara muslim personal law hota hai civil uh, dispute in the family and everything so that's why i am rooting for a ucc definitely rooting for a ucc one law and one nation absolutely to ye paanch yeah. i hope maine paanch cheeze kar di but mainly stop using the word altaqiya it's a completely different thing it's used in a completely different context and uh, trust the muslims अगर ट्रस्ट भी नहीं है डायलॉग तो करना ही पड़ेगा आपको बात तो करनी पड़ेगी क्योंकि आप उनको धकेल नहीं सकते समंदर में या उनको न्यूक्लियर बॉम्ब से उड़ा नहीं सकते उनके साथ रहना है आपको रहना है या कुछ लोगों का बस चले हिंदुओं में तो तो ऐसी अजीब किस्म की बातें करते हैं मगर आई डिसमिस देम यू टॉक्ड अबाउट हेक्लर्स यू नो यू वर सेइंग अबाउट हेक्लर्स व्हाट टू डू अबाउट द हेक्लर्स इवन विद इन माय कम्युनिटी आर आउटसाइड इट्स अ इट्स अ ऑक्युपेशनल हैजर्ड दैट आई टेक यू नो इट्स समथिंग की आता रहता है यू डिसमिस देम गो ऑन टू द नेक्स्ट पर्सन जो रैशनल है जो सुनेगा एंड इवेंचुअली रिमेंबर देयर इज ऑलवेज अ सर्कल ऑफ इन्फ्लुएंस एंड जैसे मैं अनहर्ड कहती रहती हूं देयर आर पीपल हु आर लिसनिंग देयर आर पीपल दे हैव देयर ओन सर्कल्स ऑफ रीजन दे माइट नॉट बी कमिंग फॉरवर्ड बिकॉज़ ऑफ फियर but they have it you know you're changing their lives that's a guarantee all right now now let me take some viewers questions so somebody has asked has any of the four islamic schools of thought encouraged intellectual debates and has arshia ji spoken uh, with anyone at al azhar university and do they also have these kinds of debates or they arrange something like that are you aware of that they do they do uh, i'm not personally in touch with al hazar but there are writers who are in touch with al hazar and as i said egypt leads in dissenters in heretics there is wonderful scholarship coming out from egypt aapke uh, paas if you if i can recommend a book for you read ralph cory's uh, skeptics in islam aap usme agar geographically pinpoint bhi karna shuru karenge aapko maximum maximum dissenters egypt se milenge even down to modern times you know uh, abdul taha and mohammad arkun from algeria बहुत सारे यस डेफिनेटली राइटर्स आर इन टच विद देम इंडिया में हनफी स्कूल होता है हनफी इज अ लिटिल बिल मोर फ्लेक्सिबल क्योंकि वो श्राइन्स वगैरह में बिलीव करते हैं बट अभी जो मैंने कहा हमारा जो मेन मेन एम होना चाहिए दैट शुड बी अलीगढ़ फर्स्टली आई एम कैटेगरी फॉर चेंजिंग इट्स नेम फॉर फ्रॉम मुस्लिम यूनिवर्सिटी बट एट द सेम टाइम बनारस हिंदू यूनिवर्सिटी को भी चेंज करना है राइट जस्ट मेक इट बनारस यूनिवर्सिटी जस्ट मेक इट अलीगढ़ यूनिवर्सिटी राइट फर्स्ट थिंग वो सेकेंडली आई बिलीव मिस्टर जिना की पोर्ट्रेट अभी भी अलीगढ़ में टंग रही है ठीक है उसको हटा दें सेकेंडली उन बच्चों को वो जो वहां पर कोर्सेज करते हैं वो इस्लामिक स्टडीज में जाते हैं उस करिकुलम में हेरिटेज ट्रेडिशन को डालिए ये एक पूरा कोर्स हो सकता है वाई नॉट 
i mean let them uh, read about uh, all of these philosophers and uh, you know mutazilism and everything why not wo bahar aake fir seekhte hain youtube se seekhte hain dusre uh, in se seekhte hain unke curriculum mein nahi hai so yes absolutely all schools of thought actually uh, thinking but all of it uh, reform is going to come from the arab world algeria tunisia morocco leading it Egypt leading it, uh, even Turkey may uh, maximum journalists and dissenters in Turkey prison, Turkish prisons. Uh, Raif Badawi is your f- uh, famous, uh, you know, blogger is still in Saudi jails and still I I think he's getting those lashes for writing, uh, you know, being a cultural critic and an Islamic critic. So it's happening. It's not that it's not happening. Everyone is happening in their own place. आपको वो नेटवर्क नहीं दिख रहा आपको वो कनेक्शन नहीं दिख रहा प्रॉब्लम तो अलहजर को भी चैलेंज किया गया है कि आपको कुछ करना पड़ेगा जैसे मैंने कहा जो नेक्स्ट ओर हो रहा है तालिबान का अल अजहर स्कॉलर्स आर बीइंग फोर्स टू इशू सम डिग्री समथिंग यू नो समथिंग दे हैव टू क्लियर इट अप दे विल हैव टू इवेंचुअली या या सो समबडी हैज आस्क्ड हाउ रिप्रेस्ड डू यू थिंक इज द इंडियन मुस्लिम अंडर द करंट पॉलिटिकल रिजीम अब they are not repressed by the regime because obviously we have state benefits we have countries benefits we come under the constitution the constitution is protecting a whole lot of muslims like i said right to religion and right from religion be kal ko agar main apne aap ko ethics declare karna chahungi mere ko full right hai ki main koi assembly attend na karu jahan pe prayer ho raha ho you know uh, a teacher has won that uh, case in bombay itself you must be knowing about that kushal right lekin mm-hmm. रिप्रेशन ज्यादा हमारी अपनी फैमिलीज में है यू हैव फादर्स अगेंस्ट डॉटर्स यू हैव ब्रदर्स अगेंस्ट ब्रदर्स यू हैव सिस्टर्स अगेंस्ट मदर्स डिप्रेशन हमारे अंदर है लाइक आई सेट लाइक कुशल सबसे पहले तो मेरी कम्युनिटी के उठते हैं क्या बात कर रहे हैं एवरी टाइम आई गोइंग टू क्लब हाउस द फर्स्ट थिंग इज टेल अर्शिया जी की मेरे साथ चैलेंज करें कि मैं दिखाता हूँ कोई भी वायलेंट वर्सेज कुरान में नहीं है तो यू नो वो पहले स्टार्ट हो जाता है रिप्रेशन तो सबसे पहले वहीं पे है Uh, not in the country per se there are laws the laws protect us yes there have been lynching uh, problems there have been writing problems and other things lekin india ki jo fault lines hain they are always been exploited by foreign powers to aapke jo bhi kuch aapko dikhai dega jisme aapko lagega ki muslims ka you know they have this victimhood thing there is this oppression of olympics jo unko sikhaya jata hai पार्टिसन का बूंद अभी भी यू नो वो कुरेद कुरेद के इट इज देयर कि मुस्लिम्स के साथ ऐसा हो नॉट रियलाइजिंग द फैक्ट कि हिंदूज आल्सो सफर्ड एवरी टाइम द जम्मू मैसेकर इज ब्रॉट इन पीपल डू नॉट वांट टू टॉक अबाउट द मीरपुर मैसेकर व्हिच हैपेंड एट द सेम टाइम एंड इट इज वन मैसेकर फॉर व्हिच द प्राइम मिनिस्टर ऑफ दैट रीजन एक्चुअली स्टूड अप एंड अपोलॉजाइज टू द हिंदूज नोबडी टॉक्स अबाउट द मीरपुर मैसेकर एवरीबॉडी इज लाइक जम्मू में ऐसे हुआ था डेमोग्राफी को तभी चेंज हो गई एंड यू हैव मुस्लिम मुस्लिम्स टॉकिंग अबाउट इट क्योंकि उनको लगता है कि हाथ में मिल गया यू नो पकड़ो इनको वहीं पे नो देर आर इक्वल एंड पैरल ब्रूटालिटी बोथ साइड्स राइट बट देन वी हैड द पार्टिसन वी आर नेवर एवर गोइंग टू कम ओवर फ्रॉम द बूंस ऑफ इट एंड ये एक्सप्लॉइट होता रहेगा इसमें दो ही चीजें हैं the hindus and the muslims have to become very very aware very aware but ho raha hai i mean any time there's a right ki situation people immediately come up and say don't 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 fall into that trap this is a right ka situation and usme aapka koi na koi foreign uh, ya you know aapke domestic collaborators ki involved hote hain right so again somebody has asked how does one go back to the 1970 status quo i i mean i i, I wish it was Going... that easy but going back is not always a good thing going back uh, move forward but then realize that it was like that right you actually have mm. documentation and videos of you know husain uh, mubarak laughing when the muslim brotherhood had proposed ki egypt mein sabko auraton ko nakab karna hai it's there it's actually you can find it on youtube and everybody laughing all the men laughing 
when he said they want our women to dress in niqab and look what happened to egypt today right so ye hamesha tha isko kehte hain insidious insidious takeover of a culture insidious takeover of a nation insidious takeover of a system look at all these afghan women you know uh, tweeting their national traditional dress because they are countering the taliban ki hamara black burqa nahi hai hamara ye colorful dress hai beautiful costumes right that's it it was never us i mean hijab and all no absolutely no not even mentioned in the quran it's a hadith who knows could be a dubious hadith of course modesty dressing is there lekin aapki choice hai lekin it has to be an informed choice kyunki hijab was more of you know at 40s ki umar mein jab aapne apna sara life ka tab ka you know tab to 40s mein hi sara settle hota tha bachche settled hain grandchildren bhi hain sab kuch hai fir aap apna you know atikaf mein jana chahte the you just wanted to remember god and all that to hota tha ki hijab kar liya but then hijab is a whole different uh, you know uh, uh, concept it's not something that you give to a 6 year old कि ये पहनना ही पहनना है एंड दैट सिक्स इयर ओल्ड ग्रोज अप एंड एट द एज ऑफ सेवेंटीन इन अ लेफ्टेस्ट यूनिवर्सिटी टेल्स मी दैट आई एम स्लट बिकॉज आई एम नॉट कवरिंग नो इट्स नॉट सपोज टू बी दैट वे इट हैज टू बी एन इनफॉर्म चॉइस has to be an इनफॉर्म चॉइस आई थॉटिज्म no absolutely not even one single woman being coerced into it doesn't make it uh, feminism absolutely doesn't make it feminism. look at the iranian women very bravely that woman you know uh, she stood up and uh, uh, waved it like a white uh, uh, this you know in protest she has a young child 2 year old 3 year old child and she's in prison the notorious evan prison right so as long as even one is coerced it's not feminism it's not empowerment absolutely not Yeah. All right. So somebody has asked, did Shia-Sunni relations change in the valley once the Hindu others were pushed out? Was there a difference in pro-anti-India sentiments between the two communities before that? As I said, Shias are more uh, liberal. They are more emancipated. And Kashmir, my Shia-Sunni equation has always been a, a decent one. ऐसे कोई वायलेंस वगैरह तो नहीं हुई हाँ उनके वो होते हैं यू नो वी हैव दिस कॉन्सेप्ट मेरे घर में भी था शियाओं के साथ दोस्ती नहीं मेरे हस्बैंड के घर में भी था शियाओं के साथ दोस्ती नहीं वो आपके खाने में थूकते हैं उनकी नमाज डिफरेंट होती है वो जब मर्सी करते हैं तो उसके बाद उनका कुछ मिट्टी विट्टी वो बड़ा सुपर सा होता है तो ये सब तो होता ही था यू नो दीज आर कल्चरल प्रॉब्लम लेकिन एज फार एज यू नो देर हैजन बीन एनी डिस्क्रिमिनेशन एंड इनफैक्ट देर मेनी देर अ शिया पार्टी इन दुरियत विच यू नो बिलीव इन आजादी एंड एवरीथिंग ये भी है uh but uh, i don't think there has been any kind of uh, change uh, in their relations even after the pandits were you know uh, forced to migrate uh, i don't think so i i don't think so uh pro india sentiments uh, shias as i said much more educated much more rational much more informed uh, because of the ismaili sect right because of the help from iran because of the aga khan and everything kafi help milta hai unko wo bahut hi प्रो इंडिया लेकिन वो कोई ऐसा डिस्प्ले नहीं करते हैं जैसे कई सुन्नी भी डिस्प्ले नहीं करते हैं प्रो इंडिया सेंटिमेंट्स एंड एवरीथिंग आउट ऑफ फेयर बट अभी तक तो रिलेशंस आर फाइन एंड आई से ड्रास्टिक चेंजेस हैपनिंग इन ड्राइंग रूम चार्ट्स एंड लिविंग रूम एंड एक्चुअली पीपल स्टैंडिंग अप एंड सेइंग यस आई एम प्रो इंडिया आई मीन फॉर द फर्स्ट टाइम यू नो मिडिल एज पीपल विमेन गेटिंग अप एंड सेइंग हां जी इंडिया के साथ हमारा फ्यूचर है अब ये कितना सच है कितना नहीं बट एटलीस्ट आई एम स्पीकिंग आउट एंड दे आर स्पीकिंग आउट विद रिस्क टू देयर लाइव्स कंसीडरिंग द सरपंचस हु हैव बीन किल्ड यस talking about risking one's life so uh, i'll be very honest i get emails or facebook messages or uh, you know some message somewhere down the line usually 
from a particular community although i don't really talk about it all the time but yeah ex muslim so so do you think the ex muslim movement in india is growing somebody has written ex muslim here ex muslims movement in india is growing so what is your view sabse pehle why do you need to announce that you're an ex muslim you know uh, i i I, i am muslim right i might be agnostic in my world view i might be a cultural muslim i might be an atheist i might be anything but abhi to i'm just muslim i'm from a muslim heritage background and uh, i am exploring everything so why do you even need to announce that you're ex muslim that you've left it to wo mujhe sabse pehle samajh mein nahi aata secondly uh, fine i understand the repression and it it's taken a whole lot for you to declare it and if you're actually declaring it not through a fake profile but you know your friends know it your family knows it i i'd say wonderful uh, but then again you might be living in an urban city you might not be living in a rural area right uh, i would mm. say then your life is kind of different because i do remember farooq of coimbatore jo ek whatsapp group mein tha atheist ka muslim atheist and his friends childhood friends infiltrated that group and had him killed kyunki wo bhi hai right yeah farooq of coimbatore you know Uh, just like abhijit roy's birthday was just yesterday and bonia ahmed had you know she had posted a tribute to him so ye bhi hai why do you need to declare it and secondly declaring declaration ke baad kya are you going to work for the community i mean even if you've left it are you going to work for the others because the others are still repressed wo aapki tarah itna openly bol nahi sakte hain wo abhi bhi dual lives lead karte hain mere paas abhi bhi midnight mein call aati hain Uh, I can't take it anymore. This duality, you know. Uh, I need to end my life. So then, you know, sitting and counseling them don't because mental health illness. Uh, uh, I would say dissenting Muslims may both zada hai. You know, they are mm-hmm. exhausted with the duality, having to put up a front and at the same because of fear. And then uh, try, these questions in their minds, you know, there's no space like you have. You have a Charvaka podcast. I hope <laughs> I would have. Uh, what would you call it? <laughs> Mansoor podcast or an Ibn Rushd podcast or an Ibn Sina podcast. I wish I had that. Now people are doing that, you know, they are doing it, but they are mostly in the West. European Muslims, right? Arabic Muslims also very, very boldly. Indian Muslims, again, as I said, you know, have to follow. They will follow once the tipping point is reached. I hope that answers the question. Ex-Muslims, ka. I mean, okay, fine, you're declaring it, but please do something for the community as well. Jo piche reh gaye. Yes, that's somehow I I I don't I don't see that happening in the ex-Muslim movement. To be very honest, it's all about insulting Islam and you know the same 1990s Dawkinian juvenile no. stuff. I I find it if, very boring. If, if you're talking about Haris Sultan and Armin Nawabi and all, yeah, I do agree. But then Indian Muslims, I am friends with wonderful ex-Muslims, and they also believe the same thing that we need to pull up the community and agar even if somebody. Everybody wants to believe in it. I am friends with lots of believers, rational people, just like Asif Niyazi Sahab. And unme aur mere me koi do rahe nahi hai. Unka fine hai. Accept kar liya hai. I may be skeptic about certain things in Islam, and uh, I am okay if they want to believe in that. I think we both uh, uh, both kinds of Muslims do agree that human rights. सबसे पहले human rights, civil liberties. सबसे पहले. And usme fir mind freedom of speech. You know, no blasphemy, no bajibul katlo anything. Usme fir wo sabse pehle aata hai. modernizing islam as asif niyazi's book says you know practices in the 21st century right you should read that book wonderful book I, i'll definitely read it and maybe one day i'll i'll invite him on the it's podcast it's available on I'll, kindle I'll... it's very cheap on kindle and he's made it available to everybody on his facebook page that is something i loved about him he's not earning from it he's made it uh, available for everybody yeah all right 
So Archia, before we wrap things up, uh, what? Uh, so I, I'll give you the last word. So what would your message be to everybody who's watching this right now, or is going to listen to you or watch this later? So I'll give you the last word. I understand the resentment uh, for, of the majority Hindus. I understand this awakening. I understand this, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, going back to your moorings, Indic civilization, Vedic period. And I understand all of that. And I'm completely with you. But at the same time, please understand, we are not, we have been born as Muslims. No, we didn't have a choice. Anybody who now becomes a Muslim by choice, fine. लेकिन हम भी तो अपनी चर्निंग कर रहे हैं ऐसा नहीं कि हमारे अंदर चर्निंग नहीं चल रही है लेकिन मेनस्ट्रीम मीडिया मोस्टली रिस्पांसिबल होता है फॉर नेगेटिविटी तो उसमें क्या होता है फिर आपको अपने ट्राइबल एफिलिएशंस दिखाने पड़ते हैं इफ फॉर एग्जांपल अ मुस्लिम इज बीइंग हैकल्ड और अ मुस्लिम इज लिंचड और जैसे अखलाक का हुआ तो उसमें तो वो दे विल क्लोज रैंक्स इट इज ऑबवियस if the media starts putting up positivity positive stories like you know as i mentioned you know uh, the deobans are completely against the talibans uh, you find people like me who stick the neck out umar ghazi is one person i really recommend amana begum ansari i think you've had her on your post podcast right yeah. so Sole- solekin yeah. is there khalid beg is there there are so many of them uh, bring them up put them mainstream instead of all these mullahs that you bring up on television you know just to have a screaming match pick up nuanced uh, discussions and keep talking to them keep talking because eventually like i said geopolitics the changing world order is going to force the muslims into changing isse pehle ki fir ye to main apni community mein bhi kehti hu if you do not uh, the world will move on and you'll be left behind they have to there is no other choice coexistence coexistence with principles coexistence with human uh, uh, you know rights and civil liberties and that means giving uh, uh, f- freedom to skeptic muslims to heretic muslims to agnostic muslims to voice their opinions why not so that's it i mean the onus is on the muslims yes i believe the onus is on the muslims but the onus is also on the hindus as well after all you're a majority apne kheme mein wo platforms banaiye na ek wo daawat dijiye na hum sabko and har tarah ke muslims dekhiye sirf javed akhtar sahab hi nahi hai nasiruddin shah nahi hai hum log bhi hain right I'm still very mad about the award award that he got, you know, the Richard Dawkins one. Absolutely not worth it. But then that's another story. That's another story. I'm still mad about it. I did write to Richard Dawkins, by the way. Yeah. yeah. So you know what? Uh, I I agree with you, Arshia. Look, well, you know, it's at the end of the day, we're you we're human beings. Absolutely. I know. Together. Yeah, we have to learn to live together. I agree with you. You know, I, these days I've been, you know. with a lot of fondness i'm been reading the articles of najmul hoda also and he yes. he he said yeah he's been writing wonderful uh, opinion pieces uh, on um, on the print and today he you know i read something where he 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 this particularly you know he talked about this slur i mean it's so i guess this is the uncle tom version for muslim sarkari muslim uh, sarkari musliman yes there's a book by lal <laughs> ahmed yeah i think they have differences yeah. i mean nazmul huda is also taking flack for it i i i see his facebook post and he's like you know ha you know they they call him a lot of names call him a lot of names but you know as i said occupational hazards heckling move on move on to the next person i know a lot of people who been influenced uh, by nazmul huda's articles especially in kashmir as well because i keep passing them on and you know uh, uh, wonderful uh, bring people like that i mean uh, uh, make them your poster boys why not make them your poster people there are so many yeah, of them I, so yeah many. i agree with you 
All right. So somebody just, you know, wrote a comment like people like Arshia get flack from Orthodox Muslims, liberals, mm-hmm. and right wing yeah. Hindus. So, <laughs> Tell me about so that. Much respect to her. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. So Thank you know you. what? Uh, I think uh, so. We'll end today's discussion here. So I'll just, you know, my thoughts on this issue. Look, uh, I've never hidden my dislike uh, for religion. I've never hidden it. At the same time, I'm not a, you know, neo-atheist religion should be destroyed kind of a person. I've always been someone who believes that the only way out is not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Even if reform is technically flawed, look, we don't have any other option. You're yeah. not going, there's a billion Muslims, all right, or whatever, how many million Muslims. You're not going to convince those many people to convert out. What you need to do is maybe break the hegemony of the mullah, the hegemony of the the secularists in India. And they're not secularists, they're sectarian jackasses, in my opinion, you know, who've appeased the mullah and who've yes. appeased this 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 ridiculous discourse in India. You know, I I I clearly remember when Amana had come last time and we had discussed uh, the uniform civil court. Amana said, "Yar, no crore Muslim ladkiyan hai kya? To wo tumhari behen, betiyan, dost nahi hai. Malo unko tumne aise alienate kar diya hai, jaise pata nahi dud mein se makhi ki tarah nikal do aur bol do kya zarurat hai ji? I mean, it's ridiculous. So you know, uh, Arshia, and first they, of all, and they need you. They need you. They need you to pull them up. They need you. You'll have to as brothers, as fathers, as uh, you know, anything as friends, they need you because they can't. They can't. It's the unheard. Yeah. As I said, the unheard. They can't. Unka fair factor hai. Wo itne centuries ka hai. Hamare mein pura law hai. Vajabul katal. Wo nahi kar sakte. Aapko karna padega. And so far you've been doing great. You know, the CAA, the NRC, the abrogation of Article 370 and UCC coming up and banning of uh, instant triple talaq. So far it's been great. Keep going. They need you. You need to. Just yeah. say, Muslims may Western feminists who have unko koshish kar rahe hain ke, you were supposed to pull us out. You know, the suffragist movement, the first wave and the second wave of feminism, you were supposed to stand up for us. And what am I saying? This hijab thing, Burkini coming in and Nike, you know, having this uh, over the hijab and everything. I mean, absolutely. Yasmin Mohammed has uh, really, really criticized them, you know, the Western feminists. Uh, yep. But then, you know, it's I happening everywhere. It's happening everywhere. The wokeism is happening everywhere. And India may be horror. But eventually, we'll, we'll come back on track. We will. Yeah, All right, Ashia. We'll end today's discussion over here. Thanks a lot for coming. Thank it was you. a pleasure talking to you. And I, and I hope and wish that, you know, you succeed in your heresy. And you'll always have support, at least from my end. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys, time to end today's discussion. I will highly recommend all of you to read the transcript of Arshia's speech that she has shared on Medium. It's going to be there in the description of the podcast. So check that out. It doesn't matter if you're going to check it out on SoundCloud or any of the audio versions also. You can go there. I'll leave it over there too. Uh, You can follow Arshia on Twitter. And uh, as always, thanks a lot for watching and on listening to, to the podcast. Please subscribe to the channel, like the video, leave a comment. And, you know, support the podcast. You can become a member on YouTube or on Patreon or maybe buy the merch or send your donations directly to UPI. I'll see you next time. Until then, take care. Goodbye.